Hey there, podcast subscribers. Wait, hold up. You're not already permanently locked in to receive our feed of awesome on-demand digital audio shows from the KUM Podcast Network? Shame on you. But okay, it's okay. There's hope for all of us. All you need to do is head over to SoundCloud and hit follow, or if you're on iTunes, tap the subscribe button as hard as you can to directly link up to our studios and get all of our episodes on any digital device so that you can enjoy them and join the conversation as soon as we upload them. I'm talking about phones, tablets, Apple TV, whatever. You'll be able to get to us. You can also use your favorite podcast application and search KUM Podcast Network to add us. It's super easy, super fun, super interesting, and most importantly, super free. And for anyone who's already subscribed, thank you so much. You don't need to do any of this. But if you are in iTunes, do what we do on Guam. Help your neighbors out. Break out your digital jumper cables and give us a rating and a review to help our podcast reach as many people as possible. Also, you want to register your email address to receive KUM Digital Digest, our weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday by going to KUM.com and then clicking on the newsletter button at the way tippy top of our homepage. Thanks so much for supporting us. And okay, that's enough gratuitous self-promotion. Let's get back to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm excited about this particular episode because it is a chef from one of my favorite places to frequent, Hyatt Regency Guam. I have Chef Jessica with me, half a day. Half a day, thank you for inviting me here. Well, okay. thank you for being a part of this, you know, and um, I had the privilege of, of trying some of your delicious uh, concoctions yes. during the Good Taste series. Yeah. Um, for those that are listening, Chef Jessica was uh, one of a handful of Hyatt chefs mm-hmm. that took part in an in-house competition. Yes. And it's called the Good Taste series, and, and basically um, the chefs had to whip up um, using certain ingredients yes. in, a, in a mystery box, so mm-hmm. to speak. And they had so much time to put together these these dishes, and then they presented it uh, to a panel of judges. And I was fortunate enough to, to be asked to be one of the judges. And, um, and I guess, you know, first off, before we get even into that... Um, when we get into a little bit about, I guess, what got you into the culinary <laughs> arts, was it, yeah. you know, for a lot of people, I know it's, you know, the cooking that they were raised, you know, growing mm-hmm. up. Um, for a lot of people, it was watching, you know, shows like things like on the Food Network and things. But what was it that inspired you to get into the culinary arts? Well, because growing up, my dad is actually a chef. He's the restaurant manager at Outback. Okay. So, and I actually lived in the in Philippines. And whenever my dad comes home, he would always like cook this grand meal every single day. <laughs> then we would just eat. Then he would invite me to cook with him. So I think that one kind of started it. Mm-hmm. Then whenever he's like back in Guam and you know I'm still back in Manila uh, I would just like watch like cooking shows and that's kind of how I also learned at a really really young age how to cook like I would make hot dogs and eggs and garlic rice for my mom (laughs) then she would still eat it even if like I burnt the garlic or something (laughs) yeah then 
I think like my mom being supportive of you know still eating those food that even if it's not that good she she still kind of you know like helped me to realize like oh maybe he can do this or something you know something that you want to yeah. go forward with so I guess and then from there um, you know, you, I'm sure, you know, you went to high school and everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess at what point did it go more into, I guess, when did your, um, I guess, schooling for culinary arts happen? Um, so I actually started college when I was 15. Wow. Yeah, it's really young. <laughs> and um, before going to college, of course, we had to do applications, mm-hmm. like figure out, like, what do we really want to do in life? And, like, for me, like, I was thinking, like, what do I really want to be when I grow up? Then I was thinking, like, I like food. I like eating. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It only makes sense to go into the culinary arts. eating. My dad is also a chef. So, you know, like, maybe I'll continue his, you know, quote-unquote legacy Mm -hmm. of cooking. So that kind of started it you know to apply to culinary school then you know four years of learning and cooking um i think you know no one got that's when no you one, really yeah. got into yeah. what uh what uh, i guess what where did you attend for for culinary uh, school? um i studied in manila it's de la salle college of saint benilde it's one of the to- uh, one of the top schools for culinary in Manila. And I know that during the competition, the good taste, uh, good taste competition, um, you had mentioned when I interviewed you that um, you were kind of trained in contemporary yes. um, and Italian, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, because uh, I had to do an internship, mm-hmm. so I went to the states for six months. It was similar to working at Al Dente, but it's more on like American food, like uh, steaks, a lot of like mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. Then it's also in a fine dining setup. Mm-hmm. And also like we got to create our own dishes, serve it to our chefs. And they also like help us like grow mm-hmm. and you know like they would always let us taste different things like before I didn't even know what a grouper was so it's like and we got to experience oh, yeah, like, tastes and flavors yeah. and I didn't even know that there was like purple tomatoes or like <laughs> <laughs> or like yellow tomatoes it's like oh my gosh this is so cool I didn't know that yeah, there's different like colors it opens your eyes to just yeah. like just all that is out there in terms of you know like you were mentioning yeah. fruits vegetables yes. and everything yeah even spices yeah so i guess what brought you to guam and eventually to hyatt well because i was working in you know manila again you know i was working there and it's really hard to work in the culinary industry mm-hmm. there because for for a day i think you're or no, for a month, I think the salary is only like $20 compared to here. And the money I earned in the States, I kind of, you know, used it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, I think this is not 
the place for me mm-hmm. to, you know, grow. Because for some people, they've been working there for six years and they're still in the same position as they were when they started. And for me, I didn't really want to be like that. I wanted to be, you know, something better, something like just to prove to myself that you could do it. Yeah, I can really do it. I can be more than what they think of me, you know. Because there, it's if you're in the hospitality industry, for them, it's like, oh, maybe they, they're like not that good. They're not that smart. Mm-hmm. That's the common like misconception of for everyone there. And like with executive chefs there, they only offer salaries like which is like 25,000 pesos. I think that one is just like $500 per month. Wow. That's an executive chef. So, you know, like... Big difference. From yes, from here and there. So I guess, you know, thinking that I just wanted to be something better, mm-hmm. to grow, to be, you know, to learn a lot. That's why I went here, you know, also like a stepping stone. And to reach where I am today is still, like, surreal. surreal. Yeah, like, (laughs) I didn't expect all of this to happen. I just went here because I wanted, it's just like a stepping stone. It's just, you know, uh, I'll work, earn money, then probably go to the States if I get the chance again. But... For all of this to happen in two years, I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. what you're meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think seeing to your the, the success of your, you know, with your dad being here, um, you know, I'm sure that played a, a role you know, yeah, yeah. in you wanting to come here and try it for yourself. So, you know, um, I guess when you arrived, when do you remember when you arrived at Hyatt? Um, I remember I arrived in Guam February of 2017. Then after two weeks, I got a call from Hyatt to get an interview. So I was like, oh my God, finally, finally, I can start working. Then I had the interview with Chef Mirko. Then he, I was fortunate enough that, you know, he hired me. So, you know, like big eyes. And the rest you can, yeah. you can say is history. I mean, yes. Because, I mean, since since being at Hyatt, I know, I you know, I've seen you around. Mm-hmm. This goes to show how often I am at Hyatt. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen you around. And then, um, you know, I had the opportunity to see you in, in action during mm-hmm. the, the competition. So for those that um, aren't familiar with the competition, I guess, why don't you tell, are you able to tell us a little bit more about um, what what exactly, I mean, because it's more than just, you know, winning amongst yeah. in-house chefs. There's there's something much bigger that you, yes. you know, go on to do. So the Good Taste series is an internal competition for all uh, Hyatt hotels. And it's like showcasing the talent of each uh, chef in each uh, hotel. Each Hyatt, right? Yeah, Yeah. in each Hyatt hotel. Then they would compete. Then, you know, it's just like showcasing who the chef is and the cuisine that they learned or the cuisine of the place or island, like where they came from. It's mostly those things, you know. And it's an opportunity for them to really channel their and show their yes. creativity yes. and their imagination as to 
putting the dish together. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember your dish because it was beautifully plated. It was like, it was, it was the appetizer. Mm-hmm. And it was so pretty where you didn't want to mm-hmm. touch it because it was so pretty. But then when, you know, then when you start to finally dig into it, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so glad I did because it was super delicious. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, and I know that it was only, I think, 24 hours before. For, I mean, I guess when you were aware of what was in the mystery box, yes, correct? Yes. So when they were announcing the in, the ingredients, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because there's <laughs> eggplant. And I don't like our interview before I told you I don't like eggplants. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do with eggplants? I don't really eat eat those and I don't know how to play around with it. And it's a main ingredient. So what am I going to do with it? Then, so I just tried like grilling it and tasting it for myself. Then I was like, oh, maybe eggplant isn't that bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know. Then it's also kind of hard being given 24 hours, mm-hmm. but I guess we're also lucky because some people don't get 24 hours to. I think they just think, know like the day, yeah, the day of. Yes. So at least you're given that time and. And I know that prior to, like, you had the opportunity, you and the chefs got to go to the Yoji uh, farm, farm yes. and see the produce, I guess, mm-hmm. picked, yeah. picked there. I guess. And I know that you mentioned that played a, that kind of inspired you when putting your dish to mm-hmm. de- together. Yes. So, because uh, I've never really be- been around, like, the Jigo area, you know, here in Guam, and knowing that they had farms and seeing all those vegetables, then it was so, like, vibrant mm-hmm. that I was like, wow, these are, like, really fresh and all the colors, then, like, I've always wanted to be, like, those chefs where it's farm to table, so, like, wow, this is so cool, maybe I should try, you know, making a dish that represents this uh, the farm that we went to and the plating that I did it I hope it showcased the oh yeah the yeah. idea of the farm because yeah. I know too when it came time to it's one thing um, making the dish and then you had to present it to yes. the judges and you the one thing that I know that resonated with the judges was your presentation mm-hmm. um, your explanation for your your main course mm-hmm. um, do you remember uh, yes so did main course was a braised pork cheek so it's braised in red wine sauce then i made the polenta cheesy polenta and the eggplant baba ganoush so the plating is like the the sauce is the soil the eggplant baba ganoush is the the grass so i put like a little parsley on top of it just to show that it's the grass then the polenta, I put the vegetables there just to show, like, it's the the vegetables that's growing in the farm and the pork, you know, just like the pig <laughs> in the farm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just there, then, you know. But, but it was, yeah. And it was, it was a story and it was an explanation that stood out. <laughs> and it was delicious. And it, it was delicious and the explanation stood out. And then, you know, of course, you know, there had to be, you yeah. know, winner declared. And, and um, I remember when they announced your name, you were, you were kind of shocked. Yeah, I was because I didn't really expect it. I, I was thinking like, maybe I didn't do so well unlike the other guys because 
they're more experienced than I am, and I'm the youngest among all of them. You're only 22, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, thinking that I'm only 22, maybe, maybe they're going to win it. The, the internal competition then when they said my name I was like is this real <laughs> is this real I'm going to Japan <laughs> but yeah so it's also cool that you know like my my emotions it's like this is so crazy I didn't really expect any of it because I just did what I know mm-hmm. and I wasn't panicking I was just Okay, I'm just relaxed. If I don't win, that's okay. If I win, then okay, cool. That's that's great. Yeah, that's great. Then when they said my name, I was like, wow, this is so crazy. It's so surreal. I can't believe it. You know? yeah. And so now I know that the, the competition is, like you said, in Japan. Yes. Um, at one of the Hyatts there, correct? Yes, at Park Hyatt, Tokyo. And that is on August, August 27 and the 28th. Yes. And so have how I guess are you able to I guess how are you able to prepare for that for I mean you uh, getting ready to having to travel from here to Japan I guess have you been to chip have like you been mentally a, yeah. preparing? Right now I'm not really <laughs> worried about it cuz it's the same con- like the rules are the same here mm-hmm. in the competition here and in Japan so they're gonna give us 24 hours for the ingredients and make a recipe out of it so maybe when I start like when they announce the ingredients I think that's when the pressure is gonna build up like and especially if they give an, ing- an ingredient that I don't really know and <laughs> I'll be more scared like oh my gosh what the are I gonna do the power of Google yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also different if you, like, make something different out of a certain ingredient. Mm-hmm. And it's going to complement the dish. So that one is, like, a plus points for them. Like, example, if you make a lo- You know, it's just typical to make lotus root, like, boiled. Mm-hmm. Then there's some people who fry it or deep fry it, and that one's kind of new for some people. And it's like, oh wow, I, we didn't know that we can deep fry this, and it's gonna be like chips or something. So it's like plus points, and I just hope I do good. <laughs> I just hope I do good. And I guess leading, um, leading up to, I guess to, I guess in a way to prepare you. Um, I know that there is a chef's table yes. that is coming up, and yes. you're going to be one of the chefs um, that will be. Um, I guess uh, presenting their the dishes for for those that are going to be in attendance, and um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, so the chef's table is going to be on August eighth. So it's it's going to feature Chef Mina, Chef Kinara, and me. So it's an all women chefs. So it's like a woman empowerment kind of <laughs> chef's chef's table because um, before. Uh, like I told Olivia earlier, like we didn't have a lot of female chefs. When I started, it was mostly guys. There was like only three, two or three sh- female chefs. But now each restaurant at Hyatt has a female chef, like a uh, management there. So it's nice to see that 
women are also like stepping up in this career which is very much dominated by men mm -hmm. and a lot of people think that women can't do it but here we are proving <laughs> and we're wrong. doing and we're <laughs> doing it so i hope all of you could come and uh, visit or eat dine with us if you want to get tickets you can always call hyatt Wom or call me <laughs> <laughs> on the little on the little uh, caption with the podcast but yeah. um I, do you have anything in mind of what you are um going to be presenting to to those at the chef's table or is that going to be they have to go and find out for themselves well i'm just gonna give a hint like i'm i'm gonna try to put my filipino dishes in there so but just uh check it out because of course, Chef Mina, Chef Kinara have different ideas, and we're all going to combine all of those and make a solid menu out of it. And just come and dine with us, and you guys would know if it's you know. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll be. I mean, you'll. They will get to, um, I guess, get a little bit of of yourself in in those dishes that you prepare uh, if they attend so it's something that they should definitely check out and yes. and I've had the honor of of going to a couple of chef tables and it's it's an experience like no other like see it's one thing to be served when you're at a table and they serve it to you but then to see the chefs in front of you prepare it mm -hmm. and explain why they're doing it that way why they're cutting it that way um it takes the experience to a whole another a whole another level, and then you pair it with wines, and then it's goes up a yeah. lot. <laughs> goes up a lot more. Yeah, it's a lot better. And for us chefs, it's also really different to do chefs table because we're talking to guests. Mm -hmm. We don't really talk to people that much because we're always in the back. Right. And to describe the dish, the like from our heart, it. It's going to affect the diners too. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. for them, oh, wow, this is something really special. And it's also like knowledge for those who's dining mm -hmm. for, you know, wine pairing, how to cook this, and all of it. It's really an experience yeah. worth, worth going to. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, the one thing too that I love about Hyatt, aside from the food, is the 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 chefs the chefs there, you know, and I've, I've had the opportunity. I always mention, um, even when I go to to Hyatt, where it's like it's no longer. You know, when I first started to go there, they were just you know to me they were just chefs. But then they've really become, you know, and then they became friends, and it's like they're family now mm -hmm. because I think we've celebrated almost every special occasion there or you know we'll you know we'll go there for maybe Sunday brunch and stuff and you see the chefs and and the the camaraderie mm -hmm. among the chefs and and it's no it's not so much a competition mm -hmm. like they help out one another yeah. and I think that helps each of you grow as a chef mm -hmm. it does mean. yes it really does and then of course you have chef Mirko there who's the executive <laughs> chef and you know he's there 
always willing to assist you or to mm-hmm. guide you. Um, and I know that he's very passionate about helping like the younger chefs, mm-hmm. you know, thrive and continue to grow. You know, for those that are, are listening that are maybe maybe in your shoes when you were back in Manila that and maybe have the passion, you know, or the idea to go into culinary arts. Is there something or a piece of advice that you would um, offer to them? Um, maybe female chefs that, yeah. or maybe females that want to and they think that it's a, you know, male-dominated yeah. profession. Well, to me, I've, I've just been myself. Don't let anyone, like, define who you are, especially, like, you, like I said earlier, it's a very male-dominated um, career. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys will, or a lot of people will tell you that maybe you're not good enough, because I myself experienced those. Mm-hmm. And just be yourself, and if you, be, if you really believe in what you do, just keep on doing it. Because no, um, you just need to, you just really need to believe in yourself. Don't just do what you do and always strive for, I won't really call it greatness, but just do better every single day and just go for whatever dreams you have and just keep on pushing that's it well said chef and you know i always ask whenever i have a chef on the on the podcast i know i know that chefs tend to work long hours Mm -hmm. or you know when they work into the night and they get off they're exhausted is there a go-to dish that you maybe either make at home or you get whether it be fast food or, or somewhere is there some a dish that you usually go to Technically, I just buy the Impalus Pancit Canton. <laughs> I was like, oh, it just takes three minutes to boil and eat. And it also reminds me of home, which that's why I like eating it. So it's like fast and I can just sit down in the couch and watch Netflix and eat and just relax <laughs> the whole time. Then that's mostly it. Then if I'm on my like days off, we would just look for places to eat here in Guam because there's a lot of restaurants here that I haven't really been to, and it's worth you know discovering. But mo- mostly, I prefer the <laughs> Canton, <laughs> the instant noodles. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. You know, I do wish you the best of luck on the competition, chef, and and I know you're going to represent Hyatt and Guam. Mm-hmm. Proudly, yes, and uh, I can't wait to you know to find out like w- how it all unfolds, and you know in the meantime for the chef's table for those that are listening that I cannot stress enough that it's such a it's such an experience that you you need to to enjoy, and um, if you want to find out more information, you can call Hyatt at six four seven one two three four. It's don't call me. Don't, don't call me. Style. I was just joking. <laughs> and, and, uh, to find out more information and and chef, you know, anytime you want to come back, you know, you by all means you're free to to Thank come you. back on the podcast Thank you. and share with us. Definitely, we'll have you back to share your experience of, yes. of how the competition mm-hmm. went. And um, and is there anything else that you want to get out? Maybe shout outs or anything? Bragging rights? Nothing? Anything? <laughs> no. Um, 
I'll just say thank you to everyone who's supported me throughout my uh, culinary career. Thus far, because you're yeah. <laughs> <own> career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've only started working like 17, and I'm only 22. But yeah, thank you to everyone who helped me and believed in me, <laughs> believed in me, especially the Hyatt team, because they're the ones who hired me and really pushed me to where I am today. And to Veronica and Olivia, thank you for bringing me here today. For agents. <laughs> my, my talent agents. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you to everyone. I really appreciate all of you. Thank you so much, Chef Jessica, for stopping by. And again, don't forget, you can listen to this podcast and all the other podcasts by heading over to the KOAM Podcast Network. And you can find that on SoundCloud. And you can even find it on Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get all the alerts whenever a new podcast is posted. Until then, adios.